Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 44. Today is going to be so exciting because I have got a really good friend with me today, Raiko Raiho. He came to SQL in April this year. He's sitting right next to me. Say hello, Raiko. Hey, hi. And what we're going to be doing, we're going to be going through his whole journey and his whole experience about SQL, where he started. And the thing is, we're going to do a little bit different today. We're going to go a little bit deeper. It's not just going to be talking about sex and all that stuff. Yes, we'll talk to you about all that stuff and he'll give you his journey about where he started and his headspace, his mindsets and all that stuff before he began and then where he's at now. He's um, currently six months after the retreat. So a lot of guys ask like, how is it the flow? How is the flow on effect like moving forward? not just like okay you do the the retreat and you do the work with um, SQL then what so we want to really get into his mind about what's changed in his personal life what's changed in other areas of his life but then also delving deep because he is such a deep inquisitive man who really like looks to like for deeper answers in life and he's always like really going for the truth in certain things that he does in life like pretty much not certain things I mean all things in life and I really love that he's just a seeker of knowledge and a seeker of truth and he's willing to put himself in really difficult and hard situations constantly and he's as I said a phenomenal man with a massive heart and his experience on the retreat which you'll hear all about today is going to be mind-blowing because he came with such an open cup he didn't hold back and when he was there the results really speak for himself and I can't wait for him to like really share with you about how he found the love of his life went through all his experiences destroyed his ego and then he'll give you perspective about where he is today now, if you are tuning in for the first time, as I said, this is the SQL Podcast and I'm Andrew Mayock. And if you want to check out more about what we do, you can check out sexualquantumleap.com and send us a message there because we always love hearing about what you thought about the podcasts. And if you haven't listened to any of the other ones, definitely check it out and share it with some of your friends because I know they're going to get a ton from it. So let's jump straight into it. And what we'll do is Ryko Gift. Give the guys a little bit, or anyone who's listening, we've actually got some awesome women listening to this as well, man. So, yeah, it's amazing. Like, women start listening to it and then give it to their, <laughs> they give it to their partners going, you have to listen to um, these guys. So, what we want to do is, like, if you want to give um, people listening a bit of a backstory about who you are and things like that, and you can start off wherever you want to start, man, just to just go as free as you want. All right, all right, um... Thank you for this introduction. <laughs> um, yeah, my ma- my name is Raiko Hart, and um, I'm 41 year old. I'm an artist from Melbourne, originally from Mauritius, and with a Chinese background. Um, so let's see where where to start with. Um, I met Andrew like two years ago. And uh, what was that? After after a year or so, he was telling me what he was doing, and um, he was doing SQL, and um, I was I had a lot of reluctant and resistant about it. So after a couple of meeting with him, he really told me in and tell me how it's going to be, and and yeah, and thinking about it. I at that time I I didn't think I have the money I didn't think I needed I was married um actually divorced um quite successful with a woman as well um I had a lot of partners and sexual partners and girlfriend and long term relationship in my life so and I thought like I don't really need that it's 
what I need to to learn how to have sex or how to pleasure a woman and those kind of things. I, f- I think I, you know, my ego was was off the roof. I'm like, oh, I don't need this shit. I, you know, I know what I'm doing. But then looking back and say, oh, am I really happy? Am I really, do I really want to experience things? And I remember the first time we were talking and Andrew told me, like, what do I want to get out of it? And I say, oh, I would love to have like, you know, this multiple um, partners and having like five wife and <laughs> and big orgies and all those kind of things. And that's after, after a while, just it's, Look, listen to it now. I say, uh, what a, what a, what a wanker! Like, you know, it's it's fine if you want it, if that's what you really, really, truly want. But that's not what really I we, what I really wanted. It's basically my ego and the conditioning and trying to be, you know, the man. In in some ways, that was asking for me to to have those those dreams or things that are not even mine. So yeah, went back into, um, finally got got the money, got the courage, and say, "Oh, I call. I'm going to go ahead and and do the course." And um, yeah, we did we did the course, and I came in with um, a very open mind and ready to learn, ready to put everything aside. And um, man, going through those three days was was quite amazing, man. Hey, let's take a step back for a second. Let's take a step back, and that's cool so far. We'll take a step back to the point where you met me at Confest. So Confest, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Confest is like a hippie fucking festival. We met there, and um, Ryko is like going through his like own experiences in life and getting new um epiphanies and stuff like that. And he really came with an own book. Like this motherfucker can cook as well. Like if you guys want to know someone who can cook, yeah, he can paint. He's actually doing a painting for me at the moment, which is cool. Like I'll um explain it when it's done, but basically he's fucking good so <laughs> we're at confest and he's like there and he's like cooking the best food man he's doing all this cool shit and then i remember he's like sees um me and my few of my buddies and then on the last night he like looked at us and he's like what the fuck like we had two we had like a cuddle party a cuddle puddle of like yeah you want to explain the story from your eyes when you saw the cuddle puddle puddle and the orgy and stuff like that yeah it was um what was it yeah it, um it was actually I think I came in, there was you and a couple of friends and a couple of chicks under the duna and um yeah, you were going at it. And I and I think you, you, you even told me like to, to join in or or one of our friends asked me to join in, but I wasn't comfortable and then I kinda like kindly walk away I guess. But I came back the next day and um yeah and uh, it was it was amazing to see you guys and <laughs> going through all those was those funny things you were saying and um if I'm not mistaken was 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 the girls they were lesbian that you convert them did they yeah they were um and so the thing is like he saw us like when me and my buddies were like this is like new for Riker he's like in a festival first time breaking his shell and then all of a sudden he meets me and my buddies who are already wild fucking childs and then there we are <laughs> running a cuddle puddle like with 15 people or so and then like most of them left and then we've got about two or three women and then we're having an orgy with them and that like yeah those two girls were lesbians I uh, know one was a lesbian and the other one was bisexual but at the same time like you were just like mine was like fucking blown 
alone like seeing this shit you know is this even fucking possible and that's where it comes to the thought of like Raiko was really talking about like fuck I want to be the dude who has gangbangs and orgies and do all this crazy shit. And, like, the thing is, like, he didn't realize, like, to what extent, like, what fucking crazy fucks that me and my friends are. And this was a part of our reality. And it's taken a lot of years to build up to this. And we talked about, like, this isn't the be-all and end-all. This isn't the end goal. But this is just a point in time where it's a beautiful experience, like the orgies and all these crazy experiences and the sex parties that I did back in the day. But it's, like... This is like, it sounds like an idealistic dream. And then when you actually go, what do I actually want? And it's like, you're a different age. Like at the time, I think I was 27, you were like 41. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, you've had you've had a kid and you've had other life experiences and things. And we're like, you just met me in a different um, environment where I'm like, yo, we're at a hippie festival and I'm doing shit. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I could see in your face, man. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was quite an eye-opening, you know. It was probably the first time I was naked in front of all those people as well like you know going going to in the in the river and then washing yourself and everyone's naked and then you feel like oh i I need to you know be naked so i don't look too weird um so it was very very um opening and uh, relieving and also very accepting of, of yourself when you accept yourself being naked you're not hiding behind clothes and disguises so it's very very empowering yeah we'll give con- we'll give context to that as well so the, it's like a hippie fu- it's a crazy hippie festival in melbourne called confest and basically like you can be naked if you want and uh, one of the points it's like it's pretty confronting first year i went and there's just like naked people on the fucking beach like i'm talking like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of naked people men and fucking women just going there's like saunas and shit like that so that's the context that but i was like saying like rocket really put himself out in this is this experience and then not to mention seeing all this stuff that me and my buddies did and then he got intrigued and he goes so is that what this is all about then like with the orgies and the gangbangs i'm like no it's not and this goes later into the story but it's really fucking crazy because i had a chat with a friend today he's like man i get what you're saying you basically tell us about squirting multiple orgasms how to fucking have give this woman an amazing experience but when you really break it down you're talking about presence and connection and that's the number one thing but most guys don't understand it until they actually work with you and they get broken down and they go through this experience instead of being such in your head you start to get in your body but yeah i'd love to you to tap onto that a bit later but let's continue on with your story i reckon yeah what were we up to Um, confess yeah after confess after confess so you came to the you came to the event um, and you're like, yeah, cool, I'll come now. It was like a bit of a money thing of like, oh, I don't know if I need to pay for this. And then, yeah, yeah, it was it was a bit of a money thing. So then you realize that, you know, if you really need it and you you want to give it a go, you, f- you find the money for it. And um, to be honest, the best mo- the best money I ever spent. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because a lot of things about my my vision about sex and about um being a man and being you know the the alpha male and so on before the retreat before was completely different was fuel from ego and showing off and and um self-worth in some ways when when you don't really need that you can just be yourself but you know, learning some tools that um that some techniques, 
um, some tricks of the trade here and there that does help you it help you the big one like Ryko, I put him on the spot today. I'm like, yeah. man, we're going to do a podcast. So that's, he's like, yeah, sick, man. Because like, I know his story will help a lot of you listening to this. And it was fucking crazy, man, when I met him. Such a beautiful heart, a really open guy, really loving and caring. But he just, I'm like, dude. And then he had the opposite. It's like, I'm going to be a fucking, I don't want to be an asshole dude as well. And then the thing is, I'm like, dude, this is what you do. This is what you do. I don't want you to be like that domineering. We talk about the difference between domineering and dominance and stuff like that. And then he's like, oh, I can have boundaries and assert myself and I can be more present. So we talked a lot about that. I know that was a huge thing for Raiko because he did, and we won't say the woman's name, but he's had it in the past of like having women walk all over him and treat him like shit, which has not been good. And I really want you to elaborate on that beforehand. (laughs) And then you really, I could see throughout the retreat, at the start, you're like, okay, I don't know how to assert myself. It's also all about love. I'm like, dude, love is setting a fucking boundary and not letting that woman walk all over you and treat you with shit. And that was the big thing for you, man, at the start. We're like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not motherfucking okay. And that's why guys think they're just coming here to learn how to fuck. I'll teach you how to be the best woman's ever had in the bedroom. But that's only the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so right. Um, the the first thing that asserting myself and uh, really being the man um i did in the past let a lot of women control me and you know i've been married for like 10 years and um basically giving my balls away <laughs> in some ways and then um I've, I've been having a lot of women in my life but um the women in my life as well they've been almost you know controlling me and 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 using me in some ways um, and just realizing all oh, this come from a place where I wasn't self-loving myself and self-worth myself and um, taking step toward it and, and don't be afraid and being ready to walk away. Um, I remember we, we, we at the retreat we had um, I was seeing this, this girl and uh we were having sex um we started dating and we were having sex and then after a couple of months she can like stop and say no we don't we don't uh we don't need to to have sex anymore i don't don't want to um but i love you so much you know and um i respect you and i i want to be to to be with you and so on and and but yeah pissed off did i get yeah yeah andrew got really really pissed off and um W- there was one exercise where I had to phone her and then and then and, and, and explain to her and then I said to myself and uh, and be ready to walk away. So basically, we phoned her and um, I told her like, you know, sexual my sexuality is a big part of me. So if you don't accept that, you're not accepting me. And uh, if you we can be friends, but you know what I want from you is you know be friend but also sex. Um, so she was trying to play hard. She was, she was trying to manipulate me being saying like, you know, if you love me and this and that, you know, you shouldn't be putting me in this, um, choice in some ways, but I I, I stand strong and, um, having Andrew and, and Pierre around this, you know, encouraging me around and telling me, 
you know, stand your ground and be ready to walk away. So I did. So she came from, no, I'm not going to have sex with you to yes, maybe, or let's explore it. Um, and the funny thing is, is when I did find out this, I just realized like, hold on a sec. I don't need her and I don't need her for sex or anything like that. Actually, she should be begging me for sex because I'm this awesome guy. I cook well. I'm, I'm a very attentionate, loving guy. Um, I'm good in bed and I'm learning to be better in bed as well. And if you don't appreciate that, well, fuck off. So, <laughs> so I got to a point where <laughs> actually it was actually turned off for me and I, I was not after her anymore. And the funny thing is after that, when we're still friends, when we met and so on, um, we never had sex afterward uh, any, any, anyway, but I could feel like she wanted me so bad and I got to the point where I'm, I'm over it. It's not like, you know, I want to... To, to reverse back and, and say it's payback, but it just went to a point where, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a better person, I'm a more valuable person than, than um, I was, and you treat me shit, well, just too bad, I'll just move on. I could see a big time for Riker. It was like, it was a self-respecting. And remember, this was six months ago as well, guys. So I've just been over in Europe and India and then Thailand, then back to Australia now for a few weeks. And we're actually catching up for the first time in a while. And I'm like, dude, how's things? So yeah, it's all reminiscing on the past about what happened with all this. And it was a big thing for him when he first told me all this. I'm like, dude, you do not let a woman disrespect you. You do not let people disrespect you like this. And I was going fucking to town. I'm, I'm like, dude, she doesn't respect i'm like i gotta tell you he's like can i be honest bro he's like yeah go for it i'm like dude she does not fucking respect you that's why she's not fucking you and she knows she can walk all, all over you and she's treating you like shit and we had another one from one of our other podcasts the same thing man it's a whole podcast talking about the same thing that guys like oh i gotta treat her like this because we have guys like this they might meet this fucking crazy hole in the street and treat her like a crazy hoe but then if they meet the love of their life they got they're not going to allow her to open up sexually because they go yep i'm going to suppress your sexuality because you're the love of my life and i have to repress that it's like no the more that this is the love of your life you should allow her to open up and explore this it's a little bit different for you but it's just more the respecting when i could see that Ryko and this other guy and multiple other men and probably you if you're listening to this are getting walked over by a woman and the thing is you're losing respect for number one yourself and that's why you can hear Ryko even talking about like he got a lot of self-respect back for him he's like dude fuck it i don't deserve to be treated like this I know what I bring to the table and we really started to make clear make yeah make it really fucking obviously clear what Raiko brought to the table and he goes I'm a good dude and I have fucking massively strong boundaries now and I'm going to adhere to that so then women don't fucking walk all over me and if they do they don't deserve to be in my life because this guy has a heart of gold and he means so well and for him to have a woman woman who's just not going to respect him fuck that yeah, definitely. Um, what I'll also learn is boundaries, man. Um, boundaries and setting healthy boundaries. Um, after, after SQL, I met this wonderful woman. And um, we're, we're, we're a couple now and we are, you know, six months through. We're, we're, we're together. We're very much... 
very connected. Um, it's still a work in progress, to be honest. Relationship is another, it's a different things, but on the sexual side of things and um, everything is going well. Um, but all all of it is boundaries. Like I've, I've noticed, like women will test your boundaries and will you know will test you and put you to to all kind of things. But it's up to you to to stand up and be your true self. And um, it's actually <laughs> we turn the woman more if you are assertive and know yourself, because you know you can be a feminine man, but y you lead as a man, um, and leading is not necessarily through force or power, but it's it's by being your true self and being have conviction in yourself. Um, confident and and working through it so yeah 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 100% like when he was like talking on the retreat and like this is what I want to get from it this is why I'm here and stuff like that it's like funny because some guys like I, I don't need to come to this I don't know what I don't know and I why the fuck would I come to a sex retreat like can't I just learn this shit in a book or just like be, by practicing but I like, it's so much more than this it's so much more. It's getting the self-respect back. And that's what I love. But what I want to tap on, man, is <laughs> I want you to start breaking down even the three days because I know there were some significant points in the event, um, the retreat which really stood out for you, man. And like even the walking, the opening up, like even you can start talking about that or whatever comes to mind first. Yeah. I mean, one of the main things that, that came up was, um, I guess something that had been holding me back for a long time. Um, in some ways, I've been traumatized. And uh, um, going back and give you some uh, some background about it. Um, when I was 15, I met this beautiful girl. And we were together. She was my first love. Um, I lost my virginity to her. Um, we spent like, five six years together um really really connecting and um on a on a deeper level as well and um in our 20s we kind of like separated because we went to study in different countries um but i never could get over her and um unfortunately sometime after she passed away so I basically had the love of my life gone and with no closure. And um, even though in the in the in in the in the in the years coming, I was in a lot of relationship and I got married and stuff. And but I never could you know feel and be connected with someone as I did with her. Um, and there was a particular exercise in SQL where, uh, can I say it? Yeah, um, where where there was a, a model and you had to do an eyes um, locking gaze and walking toward toward, toward that, that, um, that person and locking eyes and really going deep and basically communicating everything through the eyes and through the soul. Like, you know, passion, love and sensuality and anticipation and those kind of things and i couldn't do it 
I broke down. I was I broke down crying and um I couldn't do it. I it took me a while to regather and ground myself and um we had stew on the retreat. Um one of Andrew's colleague helping out with um the psychology side of things. And um yeah, he came in and then he worked a bit with me and um, you know, telling me that, you know, it's 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 bad that you know you went through this tra- traumatic event and you you have someone that you love that you couldn't be with and so it's a, it's a grief it's a it's a loss um the pain is here but as long as you hold on to the pain you will be you will be suffering more it's not going to stop so letting go of the pain and um opening opening yourself for love again maybe you will not love as much as you did her but you know you're opening up you're letting her go and you're you're giving yourself a chance to be happy because ultimately not not giving up and holding out to to the past love um it's not going to make you happy it's not it's it's going to hold you back and um you know you can sabotage every relationship you have and you will never be complete and never be you know you will never experience that again and um is that that idea was more painful than actually you know anything else so it took me some courage to lead through the heart and then to go through it and I did uh, I did uh, the I finished the exercise and looking in the eyes and it was such a powerful thing it was such a healing thing for me um you know and and after that to be honest I I could look into someone else's eyes and and that's that probably explain how now I can connect with my current partner and 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 really love her and, and not thinking about you know all the all things that was holding me back and not comparing or anything like that and and that's a beautiful things and i can't i can't thanks um andrew and lisa who was on the on the on the course as well for and pierre and everyone and and Stu to help me through and uh to go through that because it's it's something that has definitely hold me back it's traumatic it's it's it needed to be addressed it needed to be to be healed and um some of the work was done at an sql um ultimately it's you know what was done on sql was good was great um but it's also learning taking everything that you learn and integrate it in your life afterward down down the road six months down um i still remember i still i still got time where i have doubts and i, I go back in my old ways but then remember remembering that you know what i did at the work and how i can let go and and be with someone and practicing it in some ways being open that that's 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 um that's a very very big thing for me and um 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Thank you so much for sharing that. I don't know if we'd get there today and hear that, but that story, honestly, fuck, King blew the top of everything. Like running the SQLs for quite a long time now and doing these podcasts, like at the retreat, everyone in the room was pretty much in tears. When I remember Raiko did the exercise and there's tears running down his face. And then I'll never forget. He goes, I feel, he goes, what do you say? I actually, I can actually love again. Yeah, that's one of my words. I can actually love again and feel love again and yeah, and open up. Just amazing. It's, yeah, I, I, I got no word. It's, it. you have to leave it and um, I guess everyone has their own traumas, their own little things that they need to sort out and um, being open to it and doing the first step. The moment you... I I signed up for SQL. I knew I was I was doing I, it was I was already winning. It was the first step. It was it was it was the way for to go heal. And then all I had to do is just go hard through the course. And um yeah, and and I remember everyone that was doing the course as well. Everyone was going through the only two things, you know. Um whether it's small or big it's it will event because something small for me can be very big for you and and, and that's how we, we should judge it just on yourself and no one else um but yeah but the course as well it was so freaking fun and it's um remember <laughs> i got there and then and then andrew got oh this is your room because i know you're a bit of a hippie you got the the one with the big um bamboo things and stuff like that and um everyone has their own bathroom their own room and it was very niche very very luxurious um the the space downstairs was amazing the whole energy were great like you know having all those people around sharing and learning um all the techniques um the psychology part of it um the biochemistry, how to get your your body into into shape, how to become the man, how to um, bring up your your animal instinct in some ways, your your survival instinct that that's that's all deep inside of us that that we don't show it enough, and sometimes that's what we need to bring up in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll take it back a step just because I want to add one more thing. But what Raiko was saying about <laughs> that experience with that woman and him breaking down and crying, I was crying, Pierre was crying, the whole room was crying. And just seeing being him, seeing him so open and vulnerable and having this space where he can express, that was fucking beautiful. And that's what I was just like saying. It's like a place where people are like, yeah, I'm going to learn a few tips and tricks in the bedroom. But I'm like, I knew when he was signing up. He didn't know that I go, this is going to be so much more than you just learning how to fuck. And he's like, yeah, cool. Take me. And he, as I, I love what he said. He's like, he's all in. And that's where he's like, here's the money. I'm there. I'm there for the three days. I'm all in. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And that's how you're going to get the results. doesn't matter what it is. When you do this retreat, you are going to 
be all in and give it your all. And if you're not, don't even contact me. If you're ready to really take shit to the next level, like say send us a message because it's not for the faint-hearted. This really will push you to the next level like you've never seen before. But that's what I wanted to say on that. And yeah, it was good when he rocked up and I'm like, yo, man, here's your, <laughs> here is your hippie room. He's like, thanks, man. So it was it was good to um, see that you really settled in and you really took it, um, everything in your stride and you li- you really left your ego at the door, which was a huge thing of like seeing how much you took took charge of like, you know, I'm sick of like doing this. And then you started to see the unpacking of like, hang on a second. I'm learning how to fuck, but I'm like learning about a deeper understanding about who I am and how to connect with a woman and connect to myself and have deeper levels of respect. That's the shit, man. And like the fun, the like blood, sweat and tears. We always say that. No one believes us. Everyone thinks it's some hype. And I go, no, there is blood, sweat and tears because we want to get you this insane fucking change. Yeah, there was definitely sweat and definitely there was a bit of blood as well. I remember <laughs> Pierre got this, got some scratches on him and stuff. And um, definitely me with the tears, I guess. (laughs) Do you want to talk about the animalistic side, about bringing out that animal and like showing that like more like, more, more, you can say aggressive side to your personality, but it's more controlled aggression and the dominance where it's like, where you can show that part of yourself where a lot of guys are afraid to bring that out, where I knew you were like at the start, like holding back. And then I got to really see that come out and you're like, oh, it's a beautiful aspect of who I am. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess you know, in society and uh, everyone, we we suppress this this emotionless, this animal instinct, the the hunter, the survival instinct, where uh, ego primal, and um, when when I was doing the exercise as well, I was there was always a, a hold back of it because you always think like you will lose control and um and you might you know hurt someone and um and 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 really lose control and and do some some things that you can't you can't you can't take back but it's not true you are always in control that's the thing you can tap into that animal instinct and be ferocious and being everything but at the same time be very conscious and present and you can always dial it back at any moment um knowing that was was amazing because you know in the bedroom as well you can you can actually let go and be this really animal that you are but at the same time you don't go as far as you know you don't want to hurt anyone that doesn't give any consent i guess <laughs> if they do <laughs> then you do but but um yeah so you can always hold back and you always have this control so um that 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 was a very good experience um and th- the dominant part of it is is basically very linked to that where you know you do what you're meant to do um in a very assertive way in a very primitive way that turned the woman badly on but at the same time you know you're not you know i'm guessing you're not you're just being yourself you know you're not trying to too hard you're not trying to be like oh what's this guy the 
Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey. You're not trying to be this dickhead in some ways, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like oh, kneel down, suck my cock or whatever. No, but you know, you you don't you don't have to, you don't have to be that. You can just be very dominant with a very calm voice. Uh, sit down, please. Those kind of things, you know. <laughs> awesome, man. For you, what was your favorite part about the three days, man? Favorite part, man. Um, or biggest takeaway. Biggest takeaway. Ooh, biggest takeaway. I mean, my, my, I don't, I don't really have a favorite part, man. It, it's the exercise, the morning routine, the meditation, the spiritual side of it, and then the brotherhood was amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's you're spending time with those strangers and then you be, at the end you become like brothers you know because you're going through something deep and you're going something f- through it and 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 what i like with rescue as well is we're always in contact you know if you if you need if you need some help or you, you want to reach out we're always here the contact is always here and the group is always here so that's as uh, i want to congratulate you on that andrew to to create that space for everyone to this brotherhood where you know we can all share and be humble and um leave our ego aside and and help each other um my biggest um things i got from it is basically you know my my whole thing is i can love again <laughs> and, and 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 yeah i'm 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 really open and i'm in a loving relationship now I'm not saying it's perfect, but um, it's you know, it's what I what I have learned from 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 the course is is a day to day things. It's a integration of of all the learning slowly, um, being present, being fully present, like you know, not a, not a, not not thinking about the the outcome not thinking about you know you have to please her you have to come this way you have to do all right and do told me i had to do all bit now i had to do those things i had to you know go harder or sh- slower it it does help but at the same time it's like if you can take that away and put that aside and just be present and be fully in the now that's 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 the that's for me that's 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 a, that's a miracle that's 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 the end goal. It's sex is almost like meditation now in some ways. Well, you know, you go you go in a different world, in a different dimension. If you, um, I know it's a bit woo wah wah, <laughs> um, hippie stuff, but it. I mean, I don't know. It it, it came th- that way for me. Um, it's funny as well. Um, before the course, I I never used to meditate a lot. And going through the exercise and uh, and the meditation side of it, I actually took on meditation full on now. I'm like almost meditating like almost an hour every day. Um, and it's been amazing because it's basically bringing my attention within and being aware of everything and the thought and controlling it and not controlling it or accepting it and if even the pain is coming you know seeing what 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 is the pain teaching me what is this and it's not always rose and beautiful flowers sometimes it's dog shit and really 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 heavy stuff 
but I am so grateful. Like you no, know, I'm I'm grateful that the darkness and the and the bad shit is coming because it's teaching me something. It's it's changing me. It's molding me as I go. And um, yeah, I work on it. I don't stay too long in it now because you no, know, I'm gonna train myself to not stay too long in the, in the darkness and go towards the light. But yeah, yeah. And um, SQL is the whole part of it, to be honest. SQL was maybe at the beginning of my journey, my spiritual journey in some ways, and then going through it. And um, I feel like I've grown so much in since I, I, I did the course. I'm not the same man at all. Um, that's part of the course, but it's also part of my personal growth afterward as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. If you really want to really dive into like where where you at uh where you are now after you've left the course, not even just from a from a sexual perspective, but then also just a life perspective, how you start seeing things and what what has it given you? Like just in regard to I know you've done a lot of stuff in your life before, but you can just really dive into that. Yeah, um well, sexually I'm a bit more adventurous and you know, a bit more, sometimes I'm not even about just, I'm more a bit more connected, to be honest, and more loving. Um, it It's funny as well, because I, I know sometimes as well, I know when I'm not, you know, in my body, and I go into my head, like recently or in the past as well, I can't start it very nice, like, you know, sexual-wise, I'm like, oh, yeah, very into it, very connected, very slow, very... And then afterward, my old program just come in, and I just thought about porn, and thinking about going fast, thinking about the outcome, and those kind of things, and that's when I get into my head, and that's where I fuck it up, usually. Um, but having that, that awareness and knowledge is great, because, you know, then, then, then you go, okay, oh, shit, I'm actually doing it now. I got the choice to choose to go back into the connection or to stop or, you know, or even fuck it. Let's keep on going with it. Go in the old days and just, you know, go go with the flow. See how, how it goes. So, and, um, yeah, and being more open, being really, really more open. Um, how does that translate my life? Well, I don't know. Sexuality is a very important thing for me. Sexuality is, um, as an artist, is 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 where my creativeness is. <coughs> so, <coughs> the more open I am sexually, the more creative I am, and I'm being very creative and into into my painting and and everything I do. Um, what 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 reflects in sex reflect in my life as well like i'm really really taking ownership of my life now um really stepping into really what i really want and really go for it and uh be ready to go do the work for it um so in terms of you know business or things that i really want to do it 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 helped me a lot it's it's funny because you know it's you think about it it's just sex but it's not just sex because sex translates in every aspect of your life 
and one part of it is my art is um my ambition to work for myself and do my own my own things a business to be financially you know free in some ways and um yeah all this all this tied up to sex in some ways as well which is in a weird kind of way tied up to the sex as well so the more i can be free sexually the more that we flow it in my life as well and i get a feeling as well sexually as well i'm not you know i'm happy but um, i got a feeling that there's still more work and it's continuous so the course is finished but doesn't mean um my learning and my experience finished so yeah i like that point as well we always say at sql we're going to take your virginity and then after that you just keep learning and learning and learning one of my mentors always says it's like i've been doing sexuality like really studying it and teaching it for the last 20 years but you know what i always feel like a virgin every single day that i jump out there and learn a new thing so it's always having like that beginner's mindset and be willing to learn and that's what Ryko really has and it's been so encouraging to see his journey through this and fuck like he told me after this like a month later i think a little bit less but we'll say a month later you found the love of your life you connected a lot more and that's the thing relationships are always going to have their ups and their downs and they're turbulent and they're going to challenge you and they're going to make you grow but that's the idea everyone everyone's like if you're looking for a marriage to be happy don't look for a marriage to be happy look for a marriage or a relationship to challenge you on your blind spots and be a really good mirror of your weaknesses so that it can make you a more strong individual that's a really good powerful way of looking at it. instead of going i'm going to find a woman to make me happy if you're doing it that you're basically two halves coming to be a whole and that's going to be a really dysfunctional relationship and a lot of people live that um paradigm and i know i was living that fucking paradigm for a long motherfucking time with a lot of different women and then it, it really came to bite me on the ass when i didn't um it came to bite me really hard because I'm like, fuck, why is there constantly things going like this wrong in my relationships or why is these things coming to a head when I realize it's so much more than that? But yeah, really getting an understanding of the sexuality. It's so fucking crazy, man. It's so crazy to hear like your experience when you're like, dude, I get to slow down, be present. And there's so many dudes who are like, what the fuck does that even mean to slow down, be present and connect? It's like, you don't get it until you're there. And when you can actually be with a woman and connect with her, it's like, that's why Ryko is like at the start, like gang bangs and like this, I want to have like five wives. I'm like, bro, can I be real? You don't actually fucking want that shit. He goes, yeah, I know you want it, but like it's an ego place. Like if you had five, what, what do you want? It's like, you want love, connection and affection love connection and affection and then when you get that it's like can you get it from fucking 10 people five or one does it really matter and do you have to be an old a fucking polyamorous swinging fucking dude with 10 fucking women like i don't care i care about you authentically expressing the man who you are and expressing what's actually going on for you that's far more important and if you're a dude listening to this think you're gonna be some egotistical fucking like big fucking 10 foot fucking five um black dude with a massive cock and swing it around to have 20 women hanging by your side it's like cool man but what's going to give you true fulfillment at the end of the day but you have to go out there and explore and have some fun and enjoy it's all going to come from finding really deep connections with you number one and then also having that really strong deep connection with the person who's in front of you and you get to explore it's all about the place that it actually comes from and that's the most important thing it's so important for you to really tap into that opposed from like going 
am I doing this from a place of like trying to get or a place of lack or am I doing this from a place of like I can actually see how this is healthy does this mean I'm saying to Raiko don't go out there and have like amazing if he wants to go with his partner and explore with different women if he wants to do this cool go do it but it's a different place he's coming from now of like going fuck I don't know if I actually want to do that anymore and that's the the difference as well yeah I actually don't want to do it at all <laughs> you know I, I thought it was cool. I told you this day one <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to do it at all. I go like, oh, hold on a sec. What I really wanted was just to be love and to find my equal, you know, and not not even finding someone to complete me, to be honest. Mm. It's basically what I wanted is to find myself to complete me, build my own kingdom and then my queen will come. And so I did. Bill, I love that. Build your kingdom and the queen will come. That's going to be a quote for the podcast. I absolutely <laughs> love it, man. Yeah, <laughs> I do it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. But yeah, I think we'll be wrapping up in a second. But just final words, man. What would you say to, as much as you've pretty much said it, like final words for the guys. Like what would you say to the guys, anyone who's listening, listening to this and thinking like, man, I'm on the fence. I don't know. What, should I work with SQL and what are the real benefits that they're going to get? Well, what can I say? If if you if you're thinking if you're on the fence, it means you have to do it because there's something in you that's telling you you have to do it. But there's a bit of resistance that's stopping you. Maybe self sabotaging or you know, self doubt. But deep inside you want to do it because if you didn't want to have want to do it, you wouldn't even have that thing in your thought. You go like, no, that's not for me, and that's it. But if you're on the fence, there's something in you that's telling you, oh, yeah, you have to do it. But there's always this resistance, these things that telling you, and you find excuses. Is it the money? Is it the time? Is it, you know, I don't like uh, that Andrew swear too much or something like that, but, you <laughs> know, it could be anything that you find. But to be honest, there's no, no nothing to think about. Everyone I know has done it, are very happy. They have changed things in their lives that have sh- shifted from one end to the other. And they have th- those guys have the tools. They, they know what they're doing. You know, they have experience. They come with concrete things. You know, it's not only the, the hippie, healing, meditation things. They come with, you know, science behind it. Um, um, biology and um, psychology behind it as well, as a as a whole package. You know, what I mean, as a wholeness, it's it's not only fingering and how to make women squared, but it's it's more than that. It's all the whole thing. You know, it's also the 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 manly wood as well. The how to become a man again, and the masculinity, which is very important. If you are a feminine man, it's fine. It's perfect to be a feminine man. But every feminine has man has the masculinity in them that you that you need to to bring out sometimes, you know, because women they want a masculine man. Yeah, but that doesn't mean like you know if you're a bit feminine they don't want you. They want you, but you know you can be feminine and masculine at the same time. Um. I think I'm going to be uh, off track now, but yeah, I think, yeah, if you're thinking of doing it, you should do it. Yeah, just on that note as well, man, if you don't mind me going into this, but 
I'd love to know how you said, because you told, you alluded to this, um, we've had a chat about this um, off the podcast, like how did this change your relationship with your daughter? Because for all the fathers out there, you can have a bit of a chat about that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, with my daughter, um, it's it's interesting because, um, you know, with my daughter, I'll obviously going for a divorce and all those changes that has affect her um and even though you don't show it to her and you don't you hide things from her kids can feel everything about you they can feel your anxiety you can feel the depression you can feel when you're not present and kid they don't need they need money they need securities and all those things but the most things that they need is you your present your full love and um you know being able to 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 practice being present and living the now on the sexual side that also translate in the normal life and being present being more attentionate with my with my daughter so i can see i can feel like you no know, even her attitude has changed she's not you know attention seeking like she was doing she doesn't um you know misbehave because a lot of time when kids misbehave they just want attention and um you're actually giving them the attention that they need that for them to be safe to 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 be able to to flower and to to grow um but the the the, the main thing is basically working on yourself so working with SQL has made me work on myself. Just working on myself, um, it's easier for my kids, um, the relationship even. Because ultimately, you know, if you fuck up, your kid's going to be fucked up. Um, and it's going to be a big challenge for them to go and, and work it and, 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 and fix what they need to fix. But if you can fix yourself, your your kids will be fixed as well. Um, so I'm not saying like you know my my kids don't have to go and fix herself and do things that I need she do to do. That's her journey. But as a parent, you know I'll do the best I can to 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 give her the the head start that she need. Awesome man. I know we still get we get some fathers listening to this as well and they're going through divorces got a guy at the moment i'm talking to and he's got some kids as well and just like giving that whole round of perspective man so thank you for giving that well is there any other final words you want to do say before we wrap up yeah it's been great having you and um having this opportunity to to express myself and give you a bit of feedback after six months yeah big big change my life and um i'm so happy i did sql i'm so happy i met andrew and pierre and Stu. and uh yeah yeah i can't i can't i can't i can't say enough sql is a good course it's it's a brotherhood and um yeah it's done a lot of things for me um to open my eyes and guide me through the way and and I think it's going to be very useful for a lot of people out there. Um, I think, you know, it's one of those things that should be, should be teached at school as well, at boys' school or, or even girls' school <laughs> in the future, I think. 
Hundred percent. We're actually going to be creating some stuff like a men's academy in the future. So there's a lot of things on the card about like, basically, we always say this. It's the this is the ethos of um, SQL. It is be the best you ever had inside and outside the bedroom. Then we always talk about making men men again. And we just don't, as you heard from to, um, today's whole interview with my main man uh, Ryko, we talk about making men men again and just being a holistically fucking awesome human being and not just like being a really good fuck but also actually understanding um, what a woman wants and understanding your own desires which is the most important thing and understanding what really truly gives you internal fulfillment but i loved what he said as well it's like maybe andrew swears too much that might annoy you maybe it might and if it fucking does i'm sorry <laughs> but on that note it has been absolutely awesome man thank you Ryko, for coming on the show today and sh- sharing your soul and sharing your heart and opening up about all these deep experiences that you've um, had and it has been such a great journey and i thank you so much again for being here now um on that note if you did really love today's podcast or if you would like to get in contact with Ryko, send um myself an email at sexualquantumleap.com and myself and my team will get back to you as soon as we can and then we can even get you in contact with Ryko, and he can he's more than happy to have a chat with you on the phone or just like via email just to give you a bit more perspective if you would like also if you like thinking like how can um how can you really take this um of your sex life to the next level um literally um we're going to be having a youtube channel coming up soon also we've got a free tour coming up in melbourne so go check out those dates a free tour of like melbourne sydney brisbane so we've got those dates coming out then and also what we do is like there's always stuff coming out on the website and youtube and the um podcast daily so yeah with this podcast if it is really like resonated with you and you've really enjoyed the content from today it's just all you have to do is share it with your friends so they can listen to it onto the way to the work when they're cooking their food or they're on the treadmill and trying to look sexy for summer or whatever the fuck they're trying to do so thank you so much again for listening and um my name's andrew mayock again and i've been joined by an amazing man Ryko. and as again as i said again thank you so much for being here oh thank you for having me and um i wish everyone wonderful journey on whatever path you're taking awesome and we will speak to you soon all right bye